What's up, everyone? Welcome to BitCast 80. This week, I'm joined by Dan, The Rock Rodriguez. I don't know why he's The Rock, he just is this week. And of course, Birth, South of the Border Signs. Before we even get started today, I just want to take a quick moment to thank you guys, you listeners. Um, We are seeing uh, listens on our podcast and BitCast up every week, and uh, we're getting good views on YouTube on some of the new things we posted, and we actually passed 500,000 views yesterday, so a nice milestone for the channel. And I just want to give a quick shout out and thank you to all of you guys who uh, enjoy the content. So with that, let's go ahead and jump into the news, guys. So uh, we'll start today with uh, more on the whole Sony kind of reorg thing we were we were touching on last week. Uh, this week, we learned that Herman Holst, who was the vice president of Guerrilla Games, you know, uh, makers of Horizon Zero Dawn and before that Killzone, He's now been named the head of Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios. So you might remember that Shuhei, who we've talked about before as well, Yoshida, was the longtime head of that. And he has been moved now to just the head of indie studio management. So more of that kind of shift around since Jim Ryan took over that we talked on last week. Um, I don't think this is exceedingly negative in any regard. Uh, It's just more of, uh, you know, moving those resources around and I guess preparing for the PlayStation 5. So I just wanted to mention this. I don't think we really, you know, there's much to really touch on too too much here. But anything you guys want to add? Um, I guess I'll go. Um, Yeah. um, I think it's cool. I mean, Guerrilla Games has kind of had a lot of up and down roller coaster moments for me. I mean, there's some things that I've loved about Guerrilla Games and other things I haven't cared for too much. I'd be interested to see what he does and what kind of talent Sony saw in him to put him in that position. Because um, I was pretty much expecting someone else that already had that, you know, CEO type experience um, from a bigger company besides just one of the developers that is kind of smaller. So at the moment, I don't really have much of a judgment on it. I just think it's a big move. It's kind of weird to see Shu kind of uh, demoted or moved to another position after being in that severe leadership role. That doesn't usually happen in big companies and even, even less in companies of Sony size. So um, kind of a surprise. Uh, I, I'm once again reserving judgment until I see more. I think, you know, I don't know if it's really a demotion. I think that's more of a strategic move because, you know, a lot of people and in developers, indie developers, have complained in the past about how Sony has handled their, you know, indie studios. They kind of went backwards in this generation. Right. They started strong and then... Exactly. Yeah. So moving shoe over there, you know, it brings the name recognition and a guy that, you know, obviously knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. This could be awesome for Sony. Um, Just going to have to wait to see how it plays out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know we've talked about that before. It's like Xbox and PlayStation were on different arcs there where, Mm -hmm. you know, Xbox came out of the gate in 2013 poorly pretty much all around. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, their indie studios were not doing too well, which is why they created ID at Xbox, which has been a boon. Um, and then Sony went the opposite direction. So interesting. Um, it's just weird to see Shuhei, who is you know very very well known and loved among the community, moved mm-hmm. out of that role. But regardless, hopefully it's a good thing. So a good thing for sure in Segway mm-hmm. is that the Halo series is finally heading to production. So this was posted about uh, yesterday it, that the uh, early reads are done, the cast is ready. And that initial shooting is going to begin in Budapest later this month. So previously they announced that this show is supposed to debut in early 2021. And this is on Showtime, of course. 
And they chose to wait for this announcement uh, yesterday, as we're recording anyway, which was the 15-year anniversary of when Halo 2, also known as the greatest of all time, uh, released. So, uh, you know, <laughs> this was a little special to me. Halo 2, some of my favorite memories of all time. But pretty cool. Um, I obviously, it goes without saying, I'm super excited for this. I just really, really hope they don't mess it up. But given what we're seeing out of uh, things like Witcher and some of the high production value shows we see on these services now, I think that uh, it's in capable hands. And 343 is heavily involved as well. So pretty cool, guys. I'm pumped. It's, it's been a long time coming, man. Long sure. time. Um, I'm ready to see it. Um, I know it's, you know, probably two, three years out. But you know what? We'll see what happens. 2021? Yeah, 2021, first quarter is what they said. Yeah, all right. That's not too far. That's not... Yeah, no, not for, you know, you know, in shooting a, you know, however long the series is going to be. Yeah. So, I'd like to see what they do, man, for sure. It should be 117 episodes. Nice. I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, I'm not going to even get excited until I actually see a trailer for it. Hey! <laughs> this thing damn has it. been delayed so many damn times. It's been in pre-production so many times. There's been so many big names attached to it. So many damn times. I'll, I'll get excited when I see a trailer, however. I am excited to see that it is moving further than past iterations of whatever this is going to be. So I just really want to see something good. Please don't screw this up. Please don't screw this up. I think they can screw it up, and I think there's a higher chance they're going to screw it up, and it's going to be awesome. Um, so excited. I'm changing, I'm changing this but. to Bert the Wet Blanket <laughs> signs. That's true. It is 100% true. I've just there's too many video game things that get screwed up by production companies, TV channels like HBO or Showtime or Cinemax and I just Netflix has ruined many comics for me. So, whatever. Yeah. Did you say Skinemax or Cinemax? I mean, I'm all about Skinemax. <laughs> yeah. What you got to do is you got to get it to where you get the antenna pointing that. in a you got to do it where you get like an antenna pointed in a certain area where you can barely see something show up. You know, you got to kind of catch that little something. <laughs> that's, that's what you have to do. <laughs> Channel 99. All right. That's right. And uh, on that front, uh, Witcher TV show, which we know is coming <laughs> December 20th. We learned this week that it is already planned for seven seasons. So uh, getting us even more excited. Now, it's not confirmed for seven seasons. Bert looked this up just a short while ago. Uh, but it's planned for that. So as long as it gets the viewership, which on Netflix, Witcher, I have to believe it will, especially as good as it looks, um, we should be pretty excited about this one, uh, you know, taking over for the next several years, which is awesome. Yeah, the, the, the content's there. Let's just hope it's good. I mean, I guess we'll probably see Siri maybe grow up a little bit, maybe in front of those seven seasons and other yeah, characters that have not been in that trailer um, that we've seen so far. Uh, will show up a lot of favorites so um i hope it makes it please watch the show if it's good and please don't screw that one up either <laughs> or take that blanket elsewhere no right. kidding man yeah i mean just i'm, I'm ready for it um bring it it's on gonna, it's gonna be bringing it on yes in <laughs> december uh and it's gonna be one day i will probably watch the whole thing yeah i'm gonna have to let uh my wife and my mom, who will be here at the time, know that that day is Witcher Day. And, uh, Sorry. Bank on it. Yep. <laughs> That's Witcher Day. All right, day. so, <laughs> Witcher Day. Um, <clears throat> so later this week, maybe as you're listening to this, uh, Xbox is having their huge event in London, XO19. So, you know, we didn't see any kind of big events out of the, the major company, uh, Nintendo and Sony, later this year. But this one's been planned for a while. 
Uh, supposed to be a big thing. You know, I think we're trying to keep real, realistic expectations here because, as usual, when they have shows like this, I think some people get a little too excited and think it's going to be E3 2, you know. Um, but regardless, it's still going to be a lot of fun. It's November 14th to 16th. Just to give you an update on the exact times here, uh, on November 14th, the actual Inside Xbox show for the world begins on 8 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, which is 3 p.m. Eastern or noon Pacific, and that's Thursday the 14th. And then they're going to have programming all day on the 15th as well, uh, including titles like Wasteland 3, Bleeding Edge, stuff from Obsidian and Rare, and a couple other things they said are redacted. So I would presume, you know, people Fable? coming in... Yes. No, they're not showing Fable. Don't even see. You're doing the opposite of what I just said. I'm not. I'm not trying. I just want to see it for God's yeah, sake. It's, it's not coming. This. This. Don't. Don't do it. No. Do something, man. Um. Well, they said 12 Xbox Game Studio titles, including new reveals. That's what they said. So it could be Fable. It's not going to be Fable. Relax. It could be. <laughs> It'll probably be something indie. Something indie based. <laughs> yeah. Or you know. Yeah. It, it's not going to be Fable. Yeah. Anyway. Oxen free too. Um, they're going to talk more about xCloud. Uh, I think they said xCloud is going to be coming to more markets and devices soon. Um, things like that. So anyway, you know, it should be exciting if nothing else. It's always fun to get a game show from one of the major companies and just see new stuff. So I'm excited for it. Just wish it wasn't during the work week. I hate that. Well, I don't work, so I will be <laughs> uh, <laughs> watching this Jesus. and uh, hopefully getting some free mixer swag. Um, I'm certain they'll have it up there. More importantly... Can you log in as me as you watch? Yeah, I'm going to be getting my hands on that controller that is, you know, a 1,000 limited edition... The more people you tell, the lower your chances. It's not going to matter. I'm ready to go. I'm going to be loaded up. I'm going to have hardline into Google Fiber. My refresh is going to be outstanding. It's going to be nuts. I've been practicing. So really <laughs> I've been ordering <laughs> controllers from all yeah, over the world. I did, actually. I got one coming in this week. Star Wars. Um... But, yeah, I mean, I want to see some new stuff. I do. I mean, I know we need to temper our expectations. I know this is an E3, but, you know, they've got these studios. We can at least, you know, just say, hey, this is what we're working on. I don't care. You know, just, just give me a little bit of something to hold on to. So the rumor is that Compulsion Games, we happy few developers, yep. they were working on a, another project for a couple of years now already, and that um, they may show up, because we haven't really heard out of them hardly at all since we yeah. happy few came out. They've released DLC for it, um, but yeah, so we'll see. And they did post the other day on Twitter with just like the, uh, you know, the little eye emoji over XO19, so we'll see. It's not yeah, Fable, yeah. though. It's not Fable. All right. Hmm. Well, I've had the wet blanket on for the, from the beginning of the episode, and I'm not going to take it on. off just yet. It's I'm not going to take it just off yet. But on. Uh, so what I will say is the bar is really damn low right now with how poor Inside Xbox has been the last few. Um, it has to be it has to be better than that. So um, one game that uh, I, I keep going back to is <laughs> yeah, not necessarily that I keep going back to that I want to see something on is um, Last Light. So this game has not been officially yes. canceled or anything. Give me another teaser for it or something, just another trailer with some awesome music or something. Maybe that. I mean, that's a smaller ID game, so it's not a big game. 
So uh, maybe something like that. But um, <laughs> if it's if it's another inside Xbox type thing, but this time with a massive fan base that's going to cheer no matter what they say, uh, it'd be like, eh, okay. I mean, I'm in my mental mind right now. I'm kind of like, this is the end of the generation. I'm not going to expect anything else that's big. So let's just kind of have some fun with it. But some of the presentations have just been poor. Maybe take something like the Sony route and just do it once every six months or something versus this quarterly or even monthly presentation. Because at this point, it's just kind of like, why are we doing this anymore? So much money going Very into this thing for dude. nothing. So yeah, the last inside yeah. Xbox was was really poor. I think we talked about that. Um, yeah. I, I, personally, I, I don't like State of Play either. So um, yep. I want something no, kind I'm of with in you. between. Yeah, the, the only reason I, I got through I that is is because of us. So I I, I wouldn't yeah, have finished I watching that if I didn't. Because I don't have to listen to people talk. See, I, but I, I like I, I like hearing oh, from devs. I don't I don't like the, nice. the host. No, yeah, the host is completely yeah. ruined. I like hearing from Xbox guys over there doing that stuff you're terrible you know they're nice people yeah yeah I've met sure. a few of them they're sure. good people yeah yeah but they're not good at their job they're set up for failure <laughs> that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> yep all right anyway anyway well we'll see what happens uh yeah. good point on last light bird i hadn't even thought about that game in like six months um i know they i will never forget that style game. on it <laughs> yeah i know and it looks fantastic um but we need to know what Tim Saray's doing over there. The other one that they showed at E3, um, they posted on Twitter for the first time I saw in a while last week, was 12 Minutes. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that looked really cool at E3, so I don't know. Maybe we'll see more of that. Who knows? Anyway. Same thing with, like, with, El- with Elven Ring as well. I mean, I know it's not an Xbox exclusive, mm-hmm. but they kind of had it on the big stage. I, you know, maybe something more from that game, even though I'm not going to buy it. Um, I just, it's, I love the <laughs> art style, and it's going to be cool. So show something Better be better that. than Sekiro. The more I think back on Sekiro, the more disappointed I get. Mm. But anyway. All right. So Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. It's about to get big in the Star Wars land um, with, what's the movie called? <laughs> Rise of the Skywalker? Yeah, it's, Rise it's, of the Skywalker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, come on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rise of Skywalker. So we've got uh, Battlefront 2 still Jeez. going strong, I think, with all the changes they've made and updates. That definitely has a dedicated community. And they did announce that uh, Rise of the Skywalker DLC is going to be coming in December to Battlefront 2 to kind of accompany the game. Now, if you remember, they did actually add some Last Jedi stuff a couple years ago when the game first launched, including the um, the actual map from the Salt Flats, it looked like, from the movie, which were, it was really cool. It looked just like the movie. So we'll see what this looks like, but um, pretty cool. I actually might want to jump back into this game. It's a lot of fun, actually, when you get to kind of get into it. Yep. Yeah, you have to kind of jump into it pretty hard. It's not a game that you can just pick up and start playing out of nowhere. Like maybe a Call of Duty, it's just the same thing every game. This game's a bit different. It's a bit deeper. The classes are different. I have actually heard that there's more people playing now than there was in the first year that the game released, so that's kind of interesting. And the other thing that's interesting as well about this game is you got to keep in mind the movie does not come out until December 20th, so I wonder what sort of things are going to come out on the DLC that they can show, and maybe a few things after that. Maybe a villain, maybe a vehicle, maybe a map or something that we're, they're not going to show us until then. But the last thing I saw on it is that it's the first week of December that the DLC is coming out. So excited to see it. I'm back on the Star Wars train after the last trailer. little tear came down after I saw Whoa. it in the theater. Whoa. So the wet blanket is off. I'm happy again. <laughs> <laughs> until we get to the later part. Wet blanket's off. It helped them grow an eggplant. Yeah. Well, yep. well, well. Yeah, I mean, I'm super pumped for anything Star Wars usually. So, uh, you got this, you got uh, Fallen Order, you got the controller, you got all kinds of the movie, obviously. I'm going to be. Are we got my Mandalorian? Tickets. Mandalorian's coming out. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I am excited it's, it's about week, that. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. I actually, I, you know, I don't get super excited for Star Wars stuff, but I saw the trailer this week and I was like, oh, it actually looks pretty damn good. Yeah. I don't want to subscribe to Disney, though. It's like six bucks. Oh, I don't care. It's Disney. I don't know. I've already so, signed uh, it. I'm yeah. going wet blanket. I took Bert's wet blanket. I'm going to borrow <laughs> there it. There you go. It has been transferred. <laughs> Hey Dan, on the on the Star Wars controller, I, I I've seen pictures of it from the top, but is this just the standard controller with the skin, or does it have any of the soft grip on the back or the texture trigger or um, the uh, triggers? I'm assuming or it has at least the grip. Um, okay, those are kind of standard anymore with anything they release. Um, I don't think it's like uh, like a sticker on it or anything. I'm pretty sure it's just they usually do better than that. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen one like that. So. I won't know until I get in my hands, but I got that in the charging stand coming, so that's technically Damn. Christmas, you know, so I might just take mm-hmm. it out and then wrap the box up, you know. It's, cool. it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I, I've always wanted to have one of the Star Wars controllers. I really like the PS4 one that came out, but I never got my hands on it, um, so this is just as good. I go. may never use it. That, that might actually happen, so... We'll Looks like it's going to yeah. be with the better game too, so that's good. <laughs> I still have yet to uh, use my my Gears controller. It's still in the package, all looking brand new. So I'm kind of worried one? about that. Yeah, the Kate. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I've never used it either. It's just sitting on my shelf. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. All right. So this is kind of a fun one, and uh, kind of I won't say leaked because some of the stuff has been out there already, but. Uh, a user named James Sigfield is going to be kind of spreading today and as you're listening to this because he started posting on Twitter some of the uh, WB Games uh, things around Superman. So we've heard lots of rumors around Superman games for the past few years. Turns out, according to him anyway, that a lot of these are true, uh, that people still under NDA, but that WB Games has been trying to create a Superman game since 2013. Uh, they had a game in 2013 that didn't get green-lighted, just concept art, and then they did have a game tentatively called Superman Unbound in 2014 uh, that was going to be developed on the Arkham engine, and it would take place in a city called Candor, which was created by Brainiac. Um, but according to some of the things he said is that the engine proved problematic, especially for the flying mechanics. And that, uh, you know, it never really kind of made it past pre-production. But they continue to try and figure out a way to bring a Superman game to uh, to reality. So that's, you know, that's going back six years now, which is kind of crazy. And we still haven't seen anything from it. So uh, I just found this interesting. I thought, uh, you know, of course, you two guys know way more about this stuff than I do. But uh, I know we've talked about the potential for a Superman game and wondering why it hasn't been made yet. And it just seems kind of strange that they're saying they want to make one, but they can't. It just that seems really odd to me. You know why they can't make it? I mean, just in my opinion, because I don't know what they do. You know, I mean, with Batman, he's he's grounded in more reality. You know, he's a guy with just he's just rich and has cool stuff. Superman's pretty damn powerful, so I'm not sure how that would work as far as like leveling up or enemies. Because like you couldn't just throw like you know like a stormtrooper or something at him like some kind of just regular dude because he would just melt them in in like two seconds. So. I just never understood. I mean, I'm not a huge Superman fan, but at the same time, if they could pull it off, it might be cool. I just don't know what they would do. If they're trying like an open world kind of thing, I just I just don't see it. Yeah, apparently the concept, in, from what he said, apparently the concept in 2013 was an open world game, kind of like Spider-Man, where you'd be able to fly around and, and do stuff. That right. wasn't greenlit. And then Unbound was going to be a little more contained. 
uh, in that city, not fully open world. Um, but he would fight people like Darkseid and Brainiac. So yeah, I don't know, man. I just don't know how they do. Maybe it. that's the problem. Maybe they don't know what to do from a gameplay I, perspective. I think that might be it. Yeah, um, my quick comment on this. So there, really quick, there was an entire comic arc uh, that was called Superman Unbound, and it is the fight against Brainiac and uh, Brainiac what, tricks Superman. And, was it an and, animated and, series too, Burke? Because they mentioned that it was. Yeah, they based they actually the comic and animated series. They did. So uh, first of all, DC uh, Comics. Uh, sorry, DC. Is it DCEA or DC uh, Animation Studios, by the way, are the best animated comic stories around. Marvel does really great movies, like, you know, live action, but their actual animation movies are horrible, whereas DC is known more for their animation, and there is one called Superman Unbound, and it is based off the same thing um, of uh, Brainiac kind of taking this thing. And one of the interesting things is Supergirl is in that um, story as well. So they kind of tag team to kind of take down Brainiac, and it's, it's done really, really well. To Dan's point, I think everybody struggles with really good superman content and that's why the majority of the movies that we see are his origin story because there you can put a story together how he became superman etc and then the struggles of becoming pretty much you know a god um whereas the movies in between you don't really see good ones and that's why they even the christopher reeve movies are horrible after maybe one and two because um, exactly that he's just too powerful the, a, a good one that i would like to see live action or even in a game is the doomsday story how he dies pretty much because that's the only time he's ever died uh, unless you go into the I'm, I, I could get really nerd with you on superman but i'm not going to but there <laughs> is there is some story at the end of uh yeah what do you call it right batman yeah, versus superman, superman yeah. they did yeah they tried to do it with that and that don't even get me started on the ending of that. However, you got to watch the unrated and the uh, uncut version. It's a lot better than the standard one. I actually, I actually like Donna Justice in some areas, but Doomsday was ruined. But um, yeah, it, it I, I've seen this story about Superman Abound for a long time. Some of the concept art that they released um, or that is leaking out was some of the stuff that was back on 4chan and 8chan whenever those stupid leaks came out. The same way the the new Batman game has been rumored for so long. But I I would. Sp- struggle to see how that game could be made i think it's such a hard story to tell and from a gameplay perspective it's so hard to put together into a single game like batman yeah yeah it's a struggle i I think it could be really fun having that kind of power at your fingertips in a video game form but right i don't know what the objective would be to what your guys's point anyway all right superman 64 best uh, game ever made sorry burke go ahead (laughs) nothing all i said is superman 64 best game ever made yeah we should do a let's play of that. Backseat oh gaming. I'm not playing. Dan, you can play. Not it. All right. <laughs> Great. All right, we got a rumor this week, which was uh, kind of interesting. Not really a rumor, but just something notable, is that Blue Point Games, so if you're not familiar with Blue Point Games, they're the ones who have done some of the excellent remasters this generation for the PlayStation, PlayStation 4, like uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Uh, they have job listings up right now where they uh, are making, they know that they're making games for the next generation of consoles, uh, which they've never really said before. It's, they've kind of been almost like a second party in a way for Sony and the PlayStation. So this is just notable because uh, they, they said to have something kind of big in the works for next gen already. And it would be uh, notable if it was coming to Scarlet as well as PS5. So kind of cool, as we always say here. We, you know, we love just more people getting to play good games. So if, uh, from a second party perspective, if they were going to start putting their games on all consoles and even PC, uh, that could be a good thing. Yep. Yeah. Not really all that bad. I just <laughs> thought it was interesting. I hope it's a good one and, and not something bad like Medieval was. I mean, Medieval was kind of like, all right, you spent all that time, all that marketing on this remake or whatever, and then it's just kind of meh. 
Um, I, I do want a real good remake of something. That's I'm, I, I've, well, I'm one of those go. people about, that, you know, bird? on well, the spot, sure. why don't we pick a game that we'd like to see them redo? It's a good question because I I'm I'm Oops. not a big retro gamer, so I know a lot of people love retro gaming. I know it's like the thing to do now. I'm I'm kind of like bring on the new stuff. I've played those games so many times in the past, and I think it's good. But I like moving into the future. I have a really hard time going back unless it's like a multiplayer game with somebody. But um, mm-hmm. I need to think about that one, Dan. Give me like a minute while Ains answers that question. Boom, right back <laughs> at you. It was it was on the spot, not on the minute. Yeah, on the minute. <laughs> um, I know we've always talked. Not always, but we've talked several times of like like Parasite Eve. Well, you know, yeah, we'd sure. love to see that come back. Oh man, that's a Parasite Eve property, right? Um, I think I have no idea. Um, I don't know. I, I one of the ones I was thinking about recently, and this wouldn't be up Blue Point's alley, I don't think. Um, but a game I would love to see really redone is Silent Hill, Silent Hill Two, the early Silent Hills. Ooh. Um, I just I really want that IP to come back. I think if you think about how scary those games were for being on a PS One. You know, I mean, um, what they could do nowadays, or especially with Scarlet and PS5, uh, would just be truly incredible. And you saw things, you know, Silent Hills kind of started to get people excited. Uh, PT, obviously, you know, just things like that. Um, that's really what I want to see. But I don't know what Blue Point would work on. They're more kind of the bigger scale adventure type stuff. Um, what What am I forgetting? They did Shadow of the Colossus. So they did one other huge one this this generation. I can't remember mm. what it was now. It wasn't Ratchet and Clank, was it? Ratchet and Clank, I think, was actual Insomniac that, that redid the, it. With a giant dog? What the heck was that game? Giant dog? Like, no, Glass Guardian. Glass Guardian. No. Yeah. Go ahead, Bert. You answer and I'll look it up while you're doing that. Yeah, so um, you got me thinking on Parasite Eve there. So I love Parasite Eve. Uh, there was another yeah. Square game, was Vagrant Story. Uh, Vagrant Story was an awesome game that came out at the end of, of the PlayStation 1 generation, and I'd love to see that remade. I think you have to actually maybe just go to that generation where it was the PlayStation 1, and I guess it was 64 at the time as well. Um, or maybe even bring something back from the Sega Saturn's life. That would be really cool. Um, I don't know. I, I just, like I said, they there's so many games that could be made with imagination and constantly repeating the past gets old after a while but i don't mind one after a while i mean playing link's awakening was a pleasant surprise i never thought that a game boy game could be remade in today's world and it, they did it and, and then some so maybe they have something nice and, and surprised nice so they did uh shadow of the colossus they did gravity rush remastered they also are the ones who did the nathan drake collection um and in the past they did the ico and shadow of the colossus collection for playstation 3 which might have been what you were thinking of as well um blue point games bert they are based in austin yep yeah why don't you go there and talk to them make another parasite (laughs) yeah i'll I'll let you know how that works out 100 percent. yeah let me know pretty cool all right let's talk about current stuff so guys the Elite Controller 2 is out. Bert has his video up on our channel. If you've not checked it out, a, a nice, very in-depth look at the controller and how it's, you know, how awesome it's built, video. its comparison to the first one, you know, the known problems with the first one, how they addressed it. So definitely check that out if you hadn't. Personally, guys, um, I've been using it obviously, you know, for a little while now, and it uh, it's just fantastic. I got it finely tuned to how I like and. I have no qualms whatsoever about saying it's just it's the best controller I've ever used. I wish you could just use it for everything, to be honest. But I wish I could use it on the Switch and PS4. And PS4, I guess you can with with adapters and stuff. But you know what I mean. You can do it on the uh, Switch with like an eight dollar eight bit dough 
Whatever That's what I'm saying. Adapters. I can, I can yeah, go grab yeah. one. I think I I'm going to do that. House. I got two of them. <laughs> what do you think, Bert? Um, so, love it. I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, what... What 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 negative thing can you say about it? I, it's um, first of all, that video was epic. Um, I gotta, I gotta mention. <laughs> it was. It was I'm, just, good. I'm just kidding. Luckily, uh, but here, you left a wet blanket at home when you filmed it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. Um, one thing I will say that has still blown me away. I mentioned it to you guys is the battery life is just stupid. Um, I had it fully charged. I funny enough, I was doing the video, um, and then before that, it had just finished being fully charged. And I've played through all of Outer Worlds with it, and I'm not even halfway to, you know, depleting of the battery yet. And that's roughly 20 hours now. So um, in the past, you know, regardless of what battery you were using or batteries, if you're using the, uh, the rechargeable ones, I could never get more than, you know, 14, 15 hours out of it. And that was if I'm lucky, um, you know, turning rumble off and stuff like that. So, but the feel, it's so grippy. That's another thing that's kind of weird, regardless of what I've done in the day, or maybe I just finished doing dishes or getting ready for whatever. It's so grippy when it's in your hands. And that's just really cool. Um, and I've grown to like the, the round joystick quite a bit. So yeah, the 360 awesome. pad is nice. I love the mm -hmm. tension joysticks too. I've got it like really tight on the right side with the tall one for playing a lot of modern warfare. And it's just, man, it's awesome. Yep. It's just, I, I can't say really anything bad about it. Like the one critique that I had in my video was the lack of interchangeability with the sticks. So if you liked some of the sticks that you had on the first one, you can't use them at all. And if you spent any time upgrading anything on your original Elite, you can't use anything outside of the rear paddles. So, oh, and the D-pad. So that's pretty much it. I, I, like I said, I don't have anything to say about it. It's, I think it's a good price considering the competition as well. I mean, considering an Astro controller is $200 and that thing's a piece of crap, um, it's weird to <laughs> consider a, a first-party controller being so much higher quality than that and then being like, I'm buying that. So yep. I don't know. Well, one of the nice things is that you can use it, you know, on your PC too, you know, now wirelessly. Yes, yeah, Bluetooth. Elite. Use but, it with xCloud. Yes, you can. I haven't done that yet. Um, I will borrow that wet blanket for just a moment. Um, here's my couple issues with it. I love the controller. Mm -hmm. I love the tensions. I love the, you know, once you actually show me how to work that software. Yeah, I showed Dan how to set it all up. It makes a huge, huge difference. Yeah. I, I was always confused about it. The issue I have, you know, with the grips, they slip. Or they're like super tacky sometimes. Like I'm looking like, did I just eat a donut? My fingers keep sticking to it for some reason. And I don't know where it is. Do like, you like condense a lot in your hand? I'm not get really. Sweaty? I don't get super sweaty. But I don't, I don't like necessarily those grips on the front, the grippy part on the front. Um, it's fine, um, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, that that's... that's that's really kind of been bothering me a little bit, but um, as far as like the interchangeability, that also kind of sucks. You know, to Bird's point, um, I'm not sure why they went with that different. You know, when you could just pull the old ones off. I've got so many the thumbsticks. Yeah, probably something to do with the tension size they had to use. Yeah, yeah. they look exactly the same. <clears throat> but um, and also like like Bird said also in, in his video, uh, the the lack of like kind of a mid size stick. So I've kind of countered that with using uh, Control Freaks. Um, short of that, it's an excellent controller. Definitely worth the money. Um, I would say if you gave me the Elite and then you gave me the Elite V2, um, I would probably go with the V2 just because of all the extra options, you know, with the extra uh, tension, with the extra settings for the, for the triggers. Um, I do like the 360... Um, 
thumbsticks, but I also you can't put the my control freaks on there because mm, it's too wide, right? But you can with the old the the, the regular size ones; they still fit, and you have no issues. Um, so it's definitely I think worth the price as far as like if you've got the elite already and you need to wait a little bit, you can probably wait a little bit. Um, because the Elite is still an amazing controller, especially the newer version of it. I haven't had any issues with that one either. I would, you know, I, part of me wanted to buy, you know, another one. I already bought two. I gave one to my son. <laughs> I almost wanted to buy another one. Um, it's slick, too, and I think it's a little bit, it looks like almost a little bit smaller, you know, just if you look at it. And I don't, one more thing, I need. I still need that charging deal where I can sit my controller to display it Nice and prominently. I love that stuff. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I don't want it sitting down there. You see how it looks, it looks stupid. <laughs> it was laying down on my thing. And I was like, look at all these other nice controllers all propped up. I'm sure they'll come out with something like that. Though. Probably. That's just a matter of time. You know, third party or something. Um, I did watch a teardown of it. Mm-hmm. It was, he broke it as he tried to take the front face plate off. Because <laughs> you can take that front part off, but there's like a whole bunch of clips. Sure. And I was like, yep, yeah, that's never going to happen. But... I was just wondering, you know, if you could do it for the battery, you know, issue. You know, if like if it, if it ever ran out or, you know, because once it's done, it's done, you know. I know you guys maybe like the internal batteries. I've never been a fan of them just because eventually they're going to wear out eventually, you know, and then that basically leaves you with, you know, unless you're savvy enough to take it apart. Um, I, I just don't like that. I like being, I just buy rechargeables. And I'm fine with that. I've got so many freaking batteries. Oh, I, I've run a battery pack in my yeah. Elite One for oh, years yeah. now. Yeah. And I always said, I don't know what the complaints were with I internal battery because you, you can, it'll function the exact same way right. if you want it to. Yep. And they got little stands you can sit them on. They yeah. just charge and yeah. you're done. And But I, I do love to burst mine. I do love the, the quality of the battery in this. Yeah. Just, oh, oh for fantastic. sure. It's nuts. That's nuts. So, and the little puck's awesome because I, I just, I just put it up. On my shelf now, right in front of my Xbox. I just, when every time I'm done, I just plop it right on there. You know, I don't have to worry about wires or anything. It just, oh, yeah, that's, no, yeah, that's fantastic. So, all right. So, if you haven't checked out Bert's video, do that. Like I said, it's definitely worth it if you're thinking about uh, upgrading. So, and I also heard, I have not confirmed, but I did see some people saying that um, GameStop is taking the Elite One. So yes. if you have like an old beat up one, even if it's beat up, they're giving you sixty dollars for it. Yep. And I think seventy if it's the white one. Yep. Sixty for the original. So that's not bad. I mean, you can't really sell them for that much nowadays, especially if they're older and beat up. So uh, maybe something for you guys who have them laying around. Yeah, and screw GameStop. Get some money, man. Get paid. Get paid <laughs> for that. <laughs> All right. So we don't need to touch on this, but just as you're listening to this, the two uh, two more of the major releases this fall are coming out this Friday: Pokemon Sword and Shield and Jedi Fallen Order, uh, which are supposed to be two big games as well. So uh, the games just never stop as we knew this fall. But this is kind of the tail end now. We're getting there. So uh, if you're excited for Pokemon or Jedi Fallen Order, you guys picking these up? I actually have both pre-ordered. I don't know why I have Pokemon pre-ordered. I think I got it for like twenty some dollars because of all the bonuses I had. So I'll, I will try it, but I'm not confident I'm going to get into it. Jedi, on the other hand, I think I'm going to really love. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to do Death. Um, not Death Stranding. What am I thinking here? Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Um, I'll be doing the 10 hour trial first from EA Access. If I like it, I'll probably oh, that's pick a good it idea. up. 
Cool. Yeah. Um, if I'm not, if I don't care for it, then I'll probably pass on it. But I, it does look really good, and the more I've seen of it, the more interested I am in it. Initially, I was kind of like, eh, it's another Star Wars game, whatever. But you know, as it's as it's coming out, it's looking really cool. Yep. Don't 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 put the wet blanket away now. Keep it away. Oh, um, while you're in there, EA access, you might as well download Anthem too. See how it's see how yeah. it's going. You know, see how the updates have been. Get some time in with it. Yeah. Maybe maybe these guys can call Anthem up and figure out how to fly. You know, <laughs> with Superman, the Superman game. Like you guys, they, you guys got one thing right. Let's borrow that. <laughs> All right. So. Speaking of Death Stranding, which Bert just mentioned, which has been all the news this week, of course. So we talked about it last week. Reviews came out. Kind of <coughs> seems very divisive. Uh, Dan, for us, is the only one playing, and I just have no interest in playing this game, which is fine. Um, but Dan, you wanted to check it out. So not a review. Um, just figured, you know, we'll start with our currently playing with this, since you're the one playing. And I just wanted to hear from you your thoughts so far. So first off, how much time do you have in it so far? If I were, uh, like, it's almost a point where I'm guessing. I'm probably 10 to 15 hours in. Okay. Um, I would say I'm maybe 20% through the game. It's supposed to be a big game. Yeah, right? it's a big game. Okay. That, uh, I've heard that the first five, six hours are really kind of like there's cutscenes, you know, to get you into it. And then it's just kind of like you got to It's a giant push tutorial. Through. Yeah. It's, until you get to Chapter 3... Um, which the game kind of breaks open at that point. Um, you really, this is just kind of a, you know, dis, you know, disclaimer. You know, just don't worry about the side missions. Don't do anything like that until you get to chapter three. You start getting other stuff that kind of helps you through the game. So, I don't like Kojima. I still don't like Kojima. I think he is a pompous uh, and uh, big. I don't know. I don't want to say too much. He's <laughs> he's full of himself. Mm -hmm. You know, I watched a video yesterday, and the guy asked him, hey, what's the one thing that you're most proud of with this game? And he said, oh, I have so many. <laughs> I have so many things. So I've never liked the dude, and and I put so many hours into Metal Gear Solid Five and several of his other games um, because I, I really enjoyed the actual mechanics and the actual gameplay. Death Stranding is not what you see on the social medias, I'm guessing, because I left Twitter. But um, that's okay, because I basically have a game that um, is Twitter and a delivery thing and a walking simulator and a biking simulator. And this game, right now, if I had to rate it, I'd probably give it a 9, which is insane to say but I'm also only 20% through um, there is so much more than I think what people are seeing on social media sites um, you, you get a lot of kind of either really super positive stuff or you get like you said it's very divisive you get a lot of the super negative stuff and whatever you choose to focus on is going to be the game that you know you see if you actually play it it's like something I've never played. It's not like a new genre necessarily, which maybe he was going for, but all the mechanics inside of this game have just either not been done or not been done like this. The whole social asymmetrical multiplayer, which is perfect for me because I hate multiplayer games. This one, you don't have to interact with anybody <laughs> really, um, is really, really cool. Um, and it, it's like the best version of social media. Like there's no negativity. There's no, it's all just like, hey, Thanks for leaving that ladder there. Now I don't need to use mine. 
I can just use yours. So you throw a guy a like, you press your touchpad, you know, and that actually, those likes actually translate into you leveling up your, uh, your status, you know, in the whatever it is, I think it's like UCA or NCA or whatever it's called. Uh, and that, that plays a part in it. Now your deliveries and stuff also play the same part. <laughs> just, it's just, I'm just giving you the initial stuff here. <laughs> So it, it's 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 more than what you see, you know. I will say that this will probably be my longest review ever. Okay. Now now I, now bear in mind, twenty percent through this is Kojima. This is why I don't like him. I played through seventy something percent of MGS five, and that last thirty, mm-hmm. I wanted to punch myself in the mm. freaking face. I was like, they had such a good thing going, and then he Kojima'd it, and he just got super, super weird. And there's super weird stuff in here, too, but it's just, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to keep going because I know what's going to happen, probably, because he yeah. does it in every single game. Yeah, one, one of the things I don't appreciate about the way he designs games is he, he almost tends to lose focus. Yes. Like, he loses the plot for himself. And it just, like, it goes on too long. Yes. It's too drawn out. It tries to be too full of itself. Um, and he's always been right. like that. All his games are like that. That's my fear. Um, and that's why I've always struggled, because I don't appreciate that at all. Don't be long just to be long. Be meaningful. Right. And a lot of the stuff he does is not meaningful. Um, at least so, in my So, opinion. Dan... Oops, sorry. Yeah. No, I was going to say, uh, what happened in MGS5 is uh, he didn't finish the game. So whatever you played, I don't, I'm not sure if you got to the end, but uh, Konami forced oh, yeah. him to just wrap it up and because it had been delayed so many times because he was well, still fantastic. working on it that the game that was unfinished. That speaks to the point. Yeah. He loses focus. Yep. yep. Yeah. I mean, this, this one, is, there's so many things going on at once. They all work really well together so far. Um, the tra- traversal is not as bad as I think it people are making it out to look at sure yeah there's times where you like you fall over and you're like oh crap i just dropped all this stuff and now i've got a you know now this is worthless because it broke i didn't realize when you fight people that you sometimes just grab random things on your back and smack them in the face with it and then break them so that kind of made me mad too there there's several things that you know I, i see where he's going but i can also see where it could go and i'm afraid of that spot Hmm. so we're gonna see i'm gonna i'm gonna get through the main story i'm gonna do some side missions whatever it takes yeah i'm not not enjoying the game because i really am it's so far which i am surprised at but i'm afraid that it's gonna get really heavy-handed really fast and once that happens it's gonna really hurt my experience i'm i'm expecting it so i will be pleasantly surprised if he doesn't Hmm. okay we'll see well cool Yeah. yeah i'll wait to hear from your review i know you're putting a lot of time into it but um cool anyway uh you've been mostly playing that play anything else no nope, just that just that pretty much all right Bert, what have you been up to um i'm actually getting really close to being done with outer worlds as far as the first playthrough goes so i'm at the i'm guessing are some of the ending missions if not it's going to open up massively but um i'm at hour 21 now um and it's been pretty good um, there's some gripes I have with it, but it's been overall pretty much a fun game, and I think I mentioned to you guys, I'm glad we got this this generation, so that way Mass Effect itch and Fallout itch are both scratched, um, because it kind of meets both of those really, really well. 
And then um, <clears throat> playing a lot of uh, Modern Warfare multiplayer with you guys, so it's usually switching between those two for now. I did download Need for Speed, uh, the new one, because the reviews are actually really good for it um, through EA Access. Another game that I will just give a try to see if it's any good, if I end up liking it. I might jump into that maybe even later on tonight after I finish Outer Worlds today. So that's on the radar. Man. Yeah, so I'm playing uh, pretty much the same as Bird. I, I'm on Outer Worlds and Modern Warfare. I am doing the review for Outer Worlds. Um, I was traveling this week. Time has been extremely limited, so um, but I am plowing through it, and I'm I'm spending a ton of time with it when I can because I want to see the variations of what it offers. Um, one thing I discovered yesterday, I was doing a a key mission, one of the the key ones, and I we talked about like reloading saves and seeing. Mm -hmm. And I finished this one key mission, and you can just move on after that. You know, you can keep going. Um, but I, I ended up doing an extra thing, and it led to, like, four more things. Like, it just opened up this entire branch that I never would have seen, um, which was actually really interesting. And I thought to myself, God, how many, how many times could you do this through the game where there's just different ways to complete things you never would have even thought of? Um so it's, it's really, really interesting to me. I, I would say that in terms of the variation of how you can complete things and the impact it has on the game, uh, this is stellar. Um, I think beyond what Fallout and Mass Effect accomplished. So I think in that vein, um, it's really interesting to me. And so I'm, I'm taking my time with the review because I really want to experience all this stuff uh, to really see what it has to offer. So that should be coming this week. I, I am... Um, um, I'm right at the end. I'm at the mission where it basically says, you know, do what else you need to do because you're about to finish the game. Um, and But I stopped and I went back and I'm doing other stuff. So, anyway. Uh, Modern Warfare, still playing the hell out of it. It did have an update this week. So, a new ground war map, a new standard multiplayer map, which is really good, called Shoot House. Um, it's pretty much like, uh, it's much smaller and faster. And it's like, uh, reminds me of Shooting Range. Very similar in that regard. So, pretty neat. And then Luigi's Mansion 3. I know you already did the review, but uh, I'm playing that on the side as well. And once I finish Outer Worlds, I'll have more time for that. be playing that in Jedi, so pretty good. Yeah. All right. So, guys, we are going to move on to good old Name That Game. And mm -hmm. I am hosting that as well this week. And the game you will, I think, definitely get, but uh, I definitely a little harder. So, because it's been way too easy for you guys lately, so... Let me pull that up real quick. That's what I need, harder. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a game that we would have played or at least known about, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. 100%. It's, it's, yes. I just uh, Some of the history of it is interesting, and so I uh, designed the questions that way on purpose. Crap. I'm going to go with Vigilante 8. Damn nice. it. All right, we'll move on next week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So yeah, that was it. Anyway, how about that? Alright, um, Bert went first last week as host. Dan, you want to go first this week? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> this title was released in April of 1996, and it's the first title in a long-running series. Double clue for you. You didn't say Got a lot of I, got a, I, I have a clue I'd like to ask. Oh, right no, out of the gate. Geez. Go mm -hmm. for it. Is this long-running series still running? Yes. Okay. Nice. Go ahead, Dan. 96. 
Uh, you didn't say what console it was for, did you? And or I told system. you, I, I, I switched it up. We got, we got too complacent with our questioning. Made it more interesting. All right, well then, gosh, I shouldn't... Ask I said questions again, I meant hints. Hints, right. Too complacent. Get out of my face. Come on. All right, uh, Wipeout. No. Good yeah. game, though. Good series. Yeah. I still haven't played the okay. VR one. It makes me sick. <laughs> no, that's really cool. That's really cool. I tried it the other day. Um, 96, series still running. I'm going to go with Tomb Raider. Mm. Nice. No, another good guess, but nope. All right. The developers were originally with the company Irem, who created titles like Gun Force and In the Hunt. And this title and the first three of the series were created under the corporation named Nazca. Yeah, phone a friend. All right. Um, I'm really interested to hear what listeners think about this one. If they uh, see if someone gets this before you guys do, as we go through these. Gosh, um, I I got nothing. I'm gonna just throw something random out there. Mario Kart. Mm. Um, no, but they need to uh, innovate in that realm. It's true. Oh, I know. '96 is the first release. Still going on today. Oh, gee, Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> no. 2. It's the first in the series. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yes. No, I don't, I don't think that's how numbers I work. I know it wasn't Sonic the Hedgehog, so I, mean, <laughs> I figured I'd just say 2 and see what happened. All right, third, third hint here. The main antagonists, or the main antagonist, is named General Donald Morgan. Oh, and he bears a passing resemblance to Saddam Hussein. And there are also aliens attempting to take over the Earth in this game who are called the Mars people. What the Jeez. hell? <laughs> I'm having fun with this one. This is, this is not a game that I've played. Yes, it is. Is it? I got uh, clue, clue number two from, from okay. Bert Tynes. Okay. Oh, geez, just doing out there. Is it an RTS? No, it's not. Okay. Was it released on multiple consoles? He, uh, yes, I was getting to that, but yes. Yeah, I figured you would. Okay. I was just trying to... So Bert used his two, you've used one, you got one. one left. Okay. Uh, destroy all humans. I'm just throwing an alien one out there. No, no. What did, what did you say, Dan? I didn't hear you right. Just destroy all humans, which is way oh, later than no. now. That's all right. Um... So, really quick, I mean, this is not really a yes or no question, but you're looking for a specific title, right? Not, not a. Yeah. Or you're yeah, looking the first, for the franchise name. Um, oh. Well. Maybe it's the same thing? Yeah, it kind of it is both, but it's the first title in the series. Okay. Um, Starcraft. Nope. No, good guess. Mm. Trust me, this is. It, I, 100%, this is not a Golgo 13 here. You guys. <laughs> All right. In the game. You use a wide array of weaponry, you have a melee attack, and there's a vehicle in it named the SV-001. Oh. In the game, you attack people <laughs> and drive a car. That's what you just I have said. an idea of what it is, but I don't know. Is it still my guess? Yeah, I think so, right? Oh. Is it Red Faction? Is that, yeah, that was what, yeah, it's your guess. 
Damn, Bert. Damn. Yeah, it's yeah. Bert. Uh, no, it is not. Oh. Hmm. The Mars people. That When that first game came out, man, God, I love that game. It's awesome. What, Red Faction? Yeah. The destructibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that. 96, first game, uh, XCOM. That's, that was 94. That's okay. Two. Said yeah, it's not an RTS. RTS yeah. <laughs> I'm just guessing the right. nice crap I can. So, to, to your previous question, my next hint kind of touches this, but it may help a little bit. The, ser- the series has a very large number of entries, including several sequels that have appeared on numerous consoles, handheld devices, PC, and even the arcade. Oh, really? Cool. <laughs> that's awesome this better be a game that I've played not some random game that you guys have I seen can't, how many times can I say you guys will know this I'm sure it will so I'm thinking like Saddam Hussein it's been on several consoles it's been in the arcades um, oh oh good no I'm glad you got no. it I have no clue no I take it back uh, no Bert was about to do yeah. his famous I got it yeah I mean just come on please um shit 96. I don't even have a good question. I'm trying to think of a question to ask you, but I can't even do that. Um, I have an idea, but... Command and Conquer is an RTS. (laughs) And also, like, Red Faction-ish. That's all right. Go ahead. I'm good. Hard pass. Um, the clue that I had is no longer good. I, I was going to say Civilization, but that's an RTS. So, um, no, I'm going to go with 17. 17. <laughs> what? What's 17? Is it a game? <laughs> that's that's as good as my guess. 17. 17 <laughs> is my answer. Okay. I, I didn't know if that's what you're going Strawberries. <laughs> that's my next guess. All right. The notable <laughs> main character... And the face of the franchise is named Marco Rossi. And the, this original title in the series uh, was co-op with two players. And the second player was named Tarma Roving. But Marco Rossi is the, no. the key guy. Nope. Nope. I thought I had it for a second. I don't. Yeah, I thought so too. Nope. <laughs> it's, uh... it's, you, it's you, Bert. <clears throat> uh... 18. 18 on that one. 18. <laughs> 18. <laughs> 18. That's a good guess. Oh, man. Was that your guess? No. Was that your guess? 18? Yeah. I'm going to go with 8. He's passing. He's passing. 1, he's eight. Passing. Okay. Yeah. All right. You got uh, anything? Contra. Contra? Okay. It's way, guess, but no. way late. <laughs> the latest title in the series is an iOS and Android strategy game titled the franchise name that we're looking for slash infinity and it released in march of this year what so meaning <laughs> it's the game i'm looking for infinity oh it released in march of this year for phones Jeez. and i believe i'm going i'm going into memory here but i believe we posted about it on the site beautiful Something infinity. And of course, you know, this is question seven. The next the next couple make it, you know, they they help so. a lot. Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's got nothing. You guys aren't even you got you I'm, stumped. I'm, I told you it's gonna be harder. What you got, Bert? Uh, 
Funny enough, I was guessing Contra last time too, but I think those characters were, yeah. or at it's least the box early. art was Dolph Lundgren and Arnold or something like that, if I remember correctly. Well, yeah, but, they started uh, back in NES yeah, days, like, which yeah. is way earlier. Way earlier. And that was like 88 or something, so it can't be that. Um, gosh. <clears throat> These are either the worst clues ever or I've never played this game. That's um, what I'm leaning towards. It. Hot Shots Part well, Do. Even if you haven't played it, you absolutely 100% know it. We'll see, now he's uh, playing tune. Okay. Oh, yeah, you guys played it. That's, well, I would think you that's, have. We'll see. Yeah, you thought we played Gauntlet. That's, <laughs> that's, dude, you guys got roasted for that one. I don't know. Uh, All right. By who? Who did we get roasted by? <laughs> Everybody yeah. on the internet. All three people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In 2001... The main developer of these titles was going out of business. So the company, a new company was formed named Playmore, which took over all of the IP rights to this series. That is until 2016, when the old company was revived and brought back to life. What was the old company's name? Did you say it in one of the previous things? No, I certainly did not. Okay, I gotcha. Ah, it's on you, Bert. It's on me. Oh shit! Yeah, no, it's uh, you, Dan. I said nineteen. Then he went to him. No, that was no, that was the last one. This is question. This is question eight. It is on you, Bert. Sorry. Um. God, the one that keeps sticking with me is that it's based on the character. Main character is based on Saddam Hussein. I don't know any <laughs> main an, have main that. antagonist. The main oh, main antagonist. I, t- I said the main character is Marco Rossi, who's the, also the face Marco of the Marco Rossi. Meaning he's the guy that you see when you think yep. of the yep. series. Um, I know some listeners have gotten this by now. I'm sure. So you know who Marco Rossi is? Yeah. Siphon Filter. No, speaking of franchises... Kind of surprised I haven't yeah. seen him come back. That's a good one. Let's do this, Blue Point. But make a whole Siphon new game. Filter. Okay. Hey, you never know. That could be. That's a Sony IP, though. Okay. Bring it on. <laughs> hey, uh, you already used that. You, you got anything? Uh, can you say that last one again? Yeah. So, the main company who you know who is known for owning right. this game in 2001, they were going out of business. So the uh, founder created a new company named Playmore. Mm-hmm. which took over all of the IP rights to this series. And then in 2016, just a few years ago, the old company was revitalized and re-brought back to life and is now a, an active company again. Is it uh does it my question was uh is it a third person shooter? Um this the well it's the first game so it is the first game in the series, um, and it, I mean, my next, uh, save your question, save your question, trust <laughs> me, the, the next one will, will. Alright, 20. Okay, so <laughs> this is on you then, Dan. So, yeah. this two-dimensional run-and-gun game was created to challenge the player while utilizing only a few buttons. 2D running gun. So, I mean, technically it's third person because you can see your character, but it's not like we would think of third person today. So it's, it's like Contra, then? Is that... 2D running gun game. Alright, well, I guess perspective kind of matters on this one. Is it a side-scroller? Yes. Okay. Oh, I have a guess. Mm-hmm. Good. Go, Go for it. I'm passing. Oh, you're passing. Get it. Metal Slug. 
There it is. What Metal Slug. Yeah. Oh, Good Fair job. Point. My final hint was the company we've been talking about is SNK. Yeah. I wouldn't know. Oh, SNK. And they're played. Oh, I so, knew I played um, Metal Slug, but not very much. Yeah. Like, I, I said Metal Slug is. Absolutely know it. Everyone knows Metal Slug. I yeah, hope. if you would have given it, um, that might have narrowed it down quite a bit. That was Neo Geo, right? Well, it was on Neo Geo. It was on uh, an arcade, um, and then the, you know, the the series has been on like everything. So, huh. and they released an iOS and Android game earlier this year, like I said, called uh, Neo uh, Metal Slug Infinity. But yeah, I couldn't say SNK like early because then you immediately go to Neo Geo, you would have gotten it like yeah. right away. So, but yeah. if you remember back in two thousand one, SNK went out of business, and the guy created SNK Playmore. Like, he created Playmore, and then they merged SNK Playmore, and then they brought S- SNK back three years ago. Gotcha. The funny thing is, none of those clues helped at all until you said 3D run and gun. 2D, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's why I said, if, if you knew Metal Slug, you would have gotten it earlier, but I know you guys probably aren't huge fans of it, so. No. Anyway. All right, cool. So that was fun. I said it would be a little harder, but I knew you'd get it, so you got on question nine, Bert. Good job. Nice. All right, so closing out, guys. As always, thank you for listening. Uh, truly appreciate it. Give us subs, likes, give us feedback. And, uh, guys, what we got coming. So I've got Outer Worlds review coming this week for sure. We'll talk about it a little a little bit longer next week uh, because then all three of us can actually talk about it, probably have completed it by that point, and, you know, have a lot of time into it. What else you guys got coming on? I know, Bert, we've got a couple other videos we recorded that will be coming in the near future. Uh, you got anything else you're working on? No, the, the Modern Warfare uh, multiplayer review, I should have that done tonight, if not tomorrow morning. It's pretty much done. There was a few extra things I wanted to see, and thankfully the update came through Friday. That really changed um, a, a few things, even though they're still not 100% tuned. But yeah, that should be out tomorrow or today. As you're listening, apparently. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything you're working on? I'm working on an xCloud video. Okay. Um, I've got, a, I would say, most of it shot already. So it's just a matter of doing a couple little intros and or an intro and then a couple little things here and there i kind of drove around kansas city in my car <laughs> film myself doing it filming x cloud on the road on so a true user road. experience right yeah I wanted, I wanted to see in different areas of you know you in kansas city you've got some rural areas and you've got some uh, more urban areas so i wanted to try those out and yeah see what we could do cool yeah, yeah. that'd be interesting well we'll get your thoughts on that as well because um we, of course, experienced it, but you've been kind of actively using it and testing it out. Quite so. a bit. Cool. Awesome. Thanks again, everyone. That was Big Cast 80, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>